some kind of disturbance. I'm gonna go check it out. We request that everybody stays calm at the current moment. Who are you people? I want a coffee! You, you, you are now to 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 Where love and life come together. Come together. From the Spacebird Media Studios, it's Roxanne and Ace Unlimited. It's Unlimited with Roxanne and Ace because we want you to have an unlimited life in Jesus. Yes, we get serious on the show. Yes, we love Jesus and we also get silly. How are you, my friend? I am doing great. We want to thank Birmingham Mortgage Group and also My Brother's Cup for making today possible. I take it that your Thanksgiving was as fantastic as mine. I hosted and I enjoyed it so much. And I cooked up a storm. We kind of had two Thanksgivings. I know you did too, having Mm -hmm. guests over at various times. It was wonderful. There's so much to be thankful for. And I know yours was great. I looked at every picture. Yes. It it was one of those where I told them at one point, I said, okay, picture time. Cause like the sides, the Turkey was done, but the sides weren't done. So while they were cooking, all we were doing was sitting around waiting on the football game to start. So I was like, okay, parade's over. Let's, this is the perfect time. No makeup is smudged from the Turkey bites. Like (laughs) let's just, let's just get her done. And so we did, we got some really cool shots on the uh, front porch. And so I was glad to get those. Cause you know, my girls don't come down together much. Like I get them sparingly and I get one of them, then I get the other. So, you know, I didn't want to have to Photoshop again this year. So it was nice to be able to, (laughs) but now you see that after hosting, you see why I love it so much. I do. It's, it just makes you feel good. You know, it's just a very special time to celebrate what the Lord has done Mm. and to give thanks. It's, it's pretty fabulous holiday. So in the breaking news category today, it's not girls gone wild. It's men gone mad. Mm -hmm. We will start with what happened in New Orleans. Everybody's on the airplane. It's Sunday. They're flying to Atlanta. Everybody's feeling good. It's after Thanksgiving and somebody opens the emergency door Mm -hmm. of the airplane while it's sitting there on the tarmac. It wasn't moving or really would have been horrendous. Sure, He's jumped out on the wing and I've seen all the TikToks of it. They thought he had dropped something before he got on the wing. So people are thinking bomb Mm. and can't the turmoil, the get off, get off the plane that started happening. There's a man on the way and you hear the screaming. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, my, my daughter flew in with her boyfriend and mom for Thanksgiving and that's all part of me. And I guess maybe it's a post 9-11 world we live in where you you mm-hmm. always wonder what holiday is there going to be something. But I mean, even the the most accidental or even just a stunt, like you can't do that. It's it, it blows my mind that people are even if he had opened it by accident. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it would at least calmed everyone. But if you did it and like, hey, what happens if I pull the handle? You know, just don't be that guy. Well, the baggage handlers jumped in. I mean, they were on him like white on rice. And so he's been arrested and we'll find out, I'm sure, more later. And then there's a story out of Disneyland. A 26-year-old man is on the It's a Small World ride. Now, I don't know if you've ever been on that ride, but that is my definition of hell on this earth. I'm sorry if you like It's a Small World. It's not my favorite. 
when you're in that boat and the heads are going, it's a small world after all. It's a small. There's a point in your brain where you're like, let me out. Yeah. So I'm not saying that's what happened with this man because he became nude. <laughs> what? I know the holidays makes us crazy, but <laughs> there was maybe a time once in my life I was an exhibitionist, but I never would have done something like that. And he was grabbed. Okay, so he's nude, and the workers in the ride are trying to get him to not be nude, to cover right. him, and talk to him, get him calmed down, and he's grabbing at things while nude. So he was arrested. So there we have it. Uh, the world gone nuts. Just in time for Christmas, kids. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, the first time you take your kids to Disney, oh, it's got to be magical and great, and their kids are excited about the ride. Because that one doesn't annoy them yet, right? They know Mommy. the song. Mommy. Mommy. Yeah. The naked Not man. Uh, so let's we'll talk uh, about happy things. But... More mass baptisms across America. Mm. They have one that happened in North Carolina at Biltmore Church. And it started with one. It ended up with 279 people in an outdoor service just jumping in water, just get it looked like California, the, the Jesus freak revival all mm -hmm. again. And it's just a happy because you hear that more 20 somethings are nuns. They're, they, they don't say they're agnostic. They don't say they're atheists. They just say they have no religion and they trust no one on top yeah. of that, that people are wildly giving themselves, making that declaration that they belong to Jesus. And it's something to be super excited about. Yeah. I love the the photo of just everyone congregating because nothing sparks another person's faith more than someone else transformed. I mean, it could be someone you haven't seen in a while and then you see them and you're like, man, there's something different about you. Or it could be in the moment like this where they see people that maybe they've been sitting in the pew with for weeks, months, years. And they're like, man, it if they can change, I can change. And that's, that's what I love about it. Let's all change. Be happier people. Give it to Jesus. Well, it reminds me of that wild rock and roll DJ that people were under the table with for years and years. And when she finally got baptized, it was broadcast on the radio. And they called up and they said, is that that same Roxanne on that Rock 99? I said, yeah, it sure is. He goes, then there is a Jesus. Right. <laughs> There are stories for a whole nother kind of podcast that we're not going to tell you right now. And there's ace versions of those stories as well. So. So there's the cutest story, a Patrick Hartman and McKenna Hartman, and they had a baby reveal and they already had a little girl, but the history of their family on both sides are girls, 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 girls. The dogs are girls. The birds are girls. <laughs> Everyone's a girl. And this poor man, thought, well, I'm never going to get a boy. And he right. cuts into the cake. It's blue. And he goes bonker. He didn't know. Yeah. He goes bonkers. He takes both and rams them on the table. Glasses break. And he's oh, screaming. Right. He's so happy. Well, I don't know. You can see him screaming. Yeah, yeah. Over here. He's screaming. Yep. They're having a boy. He's coming in January. They're beside themselves. I think they didn't think it through, though. They should have been in an open outdoor space. Like, 
do the patio at least if you're going to do a restaurant, but you know, just a drawing attention celebration. Like, and that's the thing, like those kinds of parties, like they weren't a thing when we were kids, right. Or when we were having kids, you didn't have, like you kept, like, I knew that we knew the girls were going to be girls before they were born. We knew what we were going to name them, all that stuff, but we didn't tell anyone. So to have a party, like now it's no longer a baby shower. You have the baby shower, then you have the reveal, and then the baby's born. And it's just like present, present, present. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and and the extreme, like the big things now, it's not extreme on proposals anymore. It's extreme on, you know, baby reveals, on proms, like, you know, proms and homecoming now. That's like a big, you know, sky riding and fireworks going off. And, you know, we hired a juggler. I mean, it's insane. <laughs> All the things that are now the celebration. <laughs> I'll take yeah, it. I feel like I missed out on some of that. I'm you saying. Know? I mean, we used to look down at a stick and go, oh, wow, I I think this must be positive. I think this must be happening. And that was kind of the extent of that. It's so true. So I feel like we've missed out. So on this next story, Ace, I need your help. Yes. The headline is this, all about that tenor why men don't sing in worship your worship leader yep. research shows that you dudes are faking it you're not really singing you're mouthing the words well and i'm in a congregation of about 45 to 50 people so i can't fake it so you either hear the good notes and the bad notes <laughs> or you'll know i'm not singing but i i will say i can totally agree and see with this because my my champion challenge to myself and hopefully to other worship leaders, is what can we do to get congregational involvement back at an all-time high? Like, rather than trying to influx a million songs at them that they may or may not have heard, and you only do it once because you got another great new song the next Sunday, it's all unfamiliar music, right? And you and I come from music radio. You got to play the hits. So find the songs that really work for your church, whether it's hymns or contemporaries or a combo of both or something you wrote or whatever, but do them often enough and in a key that allows for people to sing together in unison. I'm all about a choir with parts, but when they're super high or super low, you know, even my wife, who's a singer, when I give her a song, she's like, you gave me the low song, didn't you? I go, yeah, I, I have no men to sing the low songs and you can do both. So, <laughs> you know. And I've told her, I told her during the holidays, I said two things. You have to make sure that I keep my heart in check so that I worship because we have a lot of extra services to plan, of course, which I love, but it can be very busy. But also, if I ask you to sing, it's because I got no one else to do it. So I need you to. <laughs> and so far, she's done that. She's like, huh. And then I've even told her, I was like, I'm going to reuse that song later in the month. So learn it well. She's like, okay. So she's she's doing her part. So I I, I call all men, but I challenge <laughs> us worship leaders do our part for the congregation itself. Well, we need to call up our buddy Chris Tomlin because they say it's partly his fault and Phil Wickham because they're tenors, they're high voices, and they can't sing to that. And yeah. so but there we have it. Also, too, for those of us that grew up under traditional hymns, when there was no rhyme or reason to music, right? There's no four, four, three, four. It's in this key. It's a and the words don't rhyme, you know, and it's all kinds of chaos. So you add those songs, depending upon what, you know, kind of church you go to. It only adds to the chaos. <laughs> Stop the chaos. Dudes, you need, dudes, you need to sing. 
You need to be like Turin Newell. I know he's openly worshiping in church because he loves the Lord Jesus and loves people. We're talking about Birmingham Mortgage Group, a guy who now he's available to help you in Alabama and Florida, and they use brokers. They don't say, well, you're stuck with this interest rate. Too bad. Take it or leave it. They shop it until they get the rate that's perfect for you that will make you smile and get you in your house, the house of your dreams. Yeah. Well, and this is the time to plan, too, because if you're going to start after the holidays to start you know, expanding your family or getting into a bigger home, make sure you check that out. So call them today, 205-259-1656 or go to behammortgage.com. Hard to believe Mick Jagger is 80. da 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 I tell you what, the fact that he's still doing his thing on stage and their new album is one of my favorites. Like they can still bring the hits. I wasn't that big a fan. And then I saw them at Legion Field in Birmingham Mm -hmm. and they blew my mind and I became a bigger fan. But he's making some pretty funny comments as of late. And I'm sure his children don't find it all that funny. He has eight of them. And they ra- imagine this. They range in age from 52 to six. And he has already announced his $500 million fortune does not go to them because he says they don't need it. Wow. I wow. mean, talk about not enabling your children. I mean, that's because there's so many, there's so much of the lifestyle that they've come accustomed to living as a jagger right so have you played and and living in the shadow especially if you're a musician living in the shadow of your father how hard is that first of all i mean we see that with the beetle kids and anyone else that's come along like that's that's hard even if you change your name people know you know you're related to so and so but trying to make a name for yourself in any field you're always attached to their legacy but I mean, my thought is it's okay to make regular wage and have a regular job. You know, don't be a menace to society. Come on, dad. Give me a little something. Come on, dad. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna get all of his stuff and then they'll sell all of his stuff. And it's like, we might not get the cash, but we're going to, you know, or the royalties because that's where it's really at. Well, and you talk about changing names, but Jay Jagger is just a cool name. Come sure. on. I'm Jay Jagger. He could have a, a life in, in rock radio, <laughs> playing his dad's songs. <laughs> oh, pretty cool. So how do we actually love our neighbor? Well, we could send them over some Roxanne blend of coffee. Hmm. They would go, oh, my gosh, this woman chose this. Her name's on it, and it tastes fabulous, and it supports missionaries around the world, and it's easy. Mybrotherscup.com, tell them where you want it sent. It's too cheap. I've tried to get them to jack up the price. Yeah. They keep it reasonable and it tastes great. And you can get a coffee cup with it and send it to them. That's one way you could love your neighbor. No, it's great. You've obviously (laughs) taken it right out of the Ace McKay book of how to love our neighbors. You know, good coffee. (laughs) There's one of those things, too, that I will say, knowing that it goes for a good cause, especially at Christmas time. Are you trying to find that holiday thing that not only you're investing into to give back, but you also get something out of it as well. So it's a win-win, give-give. So make sure you check it out. You can find out more at RoxanneandAce.com.
They say you cannot love your neighbor if you do not know your neighbor. So what do you do? Well, one man decided, I'm going to get to know my neighbors. He put out a flyer. It was beautifully done, Mm. saying, gather in my yard. We're going to have barbecue. I want to know you. And he thought, no one will come. And everybody did. And now he knows this. I love, I'm so blessed. I love my, I love one of my neighbors so much. She's about ready to leave me and it's going to be ugly. I just love her. And when she she's moving and I was like, please don't move. Yeah. <laughs> what can I do? You know, so I'm just lucky. Well, and I think that's one of the reasons why I love doing the Thanksgiving the way I do. I mean, I've called it Friendsgiving, Orphan Thanksgiving. I've ca- it's had different <laughs> names, but people know that you can just come to my house, as, especially if you have nowhere to go or you need to escape. You go, hey, we got to go to Aces. We'll see you, you know, but. I love the idea because any I I will always say that people will open up about life over a good plate of food or a cup of coffee, glass of wine. Like, you know, let's just have a chill fest and get to know each other. You don't have to immediately go into faith elements, you know, find out what their favorite bands are or great concerts they went to or, you know, where'd you grow up? I mean, these are the things that we we share life on and then we can share faith at some point. But again, I don't even think it's so much, or I, this is just me, evangelistically, I like for people to see Jesus coming out naturally rather than me having to tell them about Jesus. Because then if they ask, then they're more probed to stay involved in the conversation than if I go, Jesus, you know, and they go, woo, you know, and back away. Well, my little neighbor, Elspeth, in her early 80s, Elspeth, is that not the sweetest name? And it fit her face. She like knew I was motherless. I don't know how Mm -hmm. she would come to the edge of the fence and peer over. She's a little tiny thing. She'd go, hi, do you need a mommy? She's passed away. Do you need a mommy hug? And I thought, oh, God, you're talking to me. I said, yes, I will be right. Give me a second. I'm not missing that. I'm not missing a mommy hug that you're offering like an orphaned person. No. Who's an adult who still wants a mom. Yeah. Uh, That's good stuff. Okay. We started a thing now, Ace, when we talked about how skinny jeans are out. Right. Now, it wasn't my fault. I didn't decide it. The younger generation decided that we're out of it when we wear them, that they need to be burned. But this is getting out of control. Not only are we not supposed to wear skinny jeans, but now we're to go out with no pants on. How is that even legal? Like, and decent exposure, right? That's still a thing? Or or am I old-fashioned? Haley uh, Barber is a model, and she's married to Justin Bieber. I think I called her Barber, but she's Bieber. Bieber, yeah, Barber, Bieber. Barber, Bieber. Anyway, she started it, they say, because she wore a bodysuit, which is covering over the privates. Right. You know, but it's like a bathing suit, kind of, only long for you. Wayne would be like, what's a bodysuit? I'm like, (laughs) babe, it's okay. And no pants. So then if Kylie, if if Haley does it, then Kylie Jenner has to do it. Hers were sparkling. Well, I guess if you have legs up to here and, Mm -hmm. you know, you can be with no pants. But (laughs) it's just... It's like thinking about going to the theater or to dinner downtown, and I forgot my pants. Right. I mean, 
I don't think that would work for me. I have drummer's legs, so they just look like two little chickens underneath my waist. They were like, what's up, what's up with Ace? What happened? He's sickly? So put your pants on, enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks again to My Brother's Cup and Birmingham Mortgage Group. Roxanne, I love you. Sweetie. You've been listening to Roxanne and Ace Unlimited. To make sure you don't miss future shows, you can subscribe anywhere you like to podcast and catch up on anything you've missed. Find out more at RoxanneAndAce.com. Roxanne and Ace Unlimited is a production of Spacebird Media.